to the wrap. This is a show rounding up all things Zwift from the last week. We talk racing, we talk events, we talk tech, we talk fashion. You name it, if it's Zwifty, we're chatting about it. I'm Nathan Guerra, and Russell sat next to me virtually. This is episode number 76. Today's Thursday, December 28th, 2023, for about two and a half more days or so, depending on if you are in the future or sitting in uh, the past. Uh, well, like the present or the, the past. I think I'm in, you're in the past. I'm in the future. No, you're in the future. I'm in the past. Our guest, I think, our guest is is the middle of the world. So, okay, there it is, all of our time zones differences. Uh, today, uh, also, this is a podcast. If you did not know, if you do want to download the audio version, head on over to ZwiftCommunityLive.com slash podcast or search The Rap and Zwift. You should... Find it pretty quickly on anywhere that you do download your podcast. What do we got for you today? Well, this is the year-end show. The best of 2023 is what we'll be talking about. Best team, best rider, best game update and feature, uh, best new course, best community project initiative, slash initiative, and then looking forward to 2024. We've also got a great kit pick for the day the new one of the new uh level unlocks level 82 wolf power kit uh so we're going to be going over what we think of that most wanted feature also for 2024 most wanted expansion uh for watopia we're gonna be chatting all kinds of hype about the past year and looking forward the future our guest of course flam rouge racing richard vale the organizer and I would call director of all things Flamers Racing. We're going to have him on to talk about what they've been up to in 2023, how the tours that they've been putting on have been growing and looking forward to their events in 2024. So let's uh, get on with this episode number 76 and finish out this 2023. Uh, Anna, as usually, usual, what the heck have you been up to? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I've had a good week, actually. I was at last week that I'd still recovering a little bit from, anyway, something. But uh, yes, yeah, so it's been the first week of, like, my husband's been on holiday. We've all been pretty chilled out. I managed to fit in, like, a lot of riding. I was doing the in real life Zada tests for the Zwift Championship. So I submitted all that yesterday. Hit up the local hill and did, like, a one minute, a four minute, a 15 second. And I'm, like, a real messy sprinter in real life because I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> So had to try that one a few times and then got a few friends um, to join me yesterday for the 20 minute FTP, I guess. I saw time a post, you had climb. like seven or eight people on your Instagram post, like out there. And I was wondering, like, yeah. so I actually saw your post and I was like, huh, you know, cycling culture is so the same all over the world in like some very <laughs> rudimentary ways, right? Like there's probably little yeah. things like you know, you think you say words one way, I think I say words another way, whatever, in different places in the tomato, tomato. But at the same time, there's going to be these same natural things that happen within a group ride, you know? <laughs> and I was looking at some of those yeah. guys, like, I wonder who's, like, kind of the old man hitter that's dragging her around for her 20-minute. Or, like, I was like, I wonder who... Yeah. Do yeah, like, so, you see what I'm saying? Like, I knew, yeah. you know that there's yeah, going to yeah, be yeah. These certain personalities that are in there. Who's kind of the newcomer yeah. taking her wrong? Who's the, you know what I mean? Like, who's the one who gets lost? Oh my gosh. <laughs> so like, 
So we had like a vast array. So on one end of the spectrum, there was like my friend Bex and she's a current professional athlete, current professional Ironman athlete. So she's like top of her game. She was awesome. And then there's Daryl, who's like a top age grouper and like Oceania for time trialing. So they're the like the ones who are great. Then there was my old coach and then a bunch of others. And then there's always the one who gets lost, right? We're like, go to the top of this bit and you're going to have to go right. So as soon as there's... As soon as there's a choice of left or right, take right. She took a right just off the road and ended up at some golf course. And it was like sitting in this cafe being like, oh, I'm sitting here having a Coke. Where are you guys? And we're like, where the hell are you guys? ended up at a cafe, like a random cafe. Like we didn't say anything about a cafe. I like this person a little bit though. Like, oh, well, you know, I'll take a right here. And oh, look, there's a cafe. Like, like, (laughs) I'll just hang out it's here. so weird. Oh, my gosh. So that's been really fun, actually. It was quite cool to do. Although I'm so um, – I'm just oh, – I've kind of lost – everyone knows that I've been graveling a lot this year, and I love Zwift. I don't love riding on the road. Like, um, there were, like, three cars. I was like, oh, it's a bit too much traffic. And they're like, this is so quiet. I was like, I'm just <laughs> not into cars anymore. Like, I just hated it. So um, – yeah, I'm quite glad to stop all the testing now. But that's been heaps of fun um, to actually get that done and submitted and, like, getting excited about the championships up in the calendar. And uh, other than that, there's I've done a lot of swimming and, like, some crazy surf, which has been a bit bananas. Yeah, because you have an event and, up, like a real, uh, an event. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 70.3, so half Ironman. And I did 16 kilometres on the treadmill on Monday because I was at 4.30. I was like, okay. I need to be able to run four twenties. So let's just run 16 kilometers at four thirties. And it felt all right. I know it's a treadmill and it's a bit different, but it was a good way to kind of get my head into it. Like, okay, yeah, I can do this. So no, it's been good. It's been a good week. Right on. Yeah. For me, um, I think the highlight was jumping. I I had no plan other than just to go have kind of fun on the bike. Remember last week I kind of said, well, I'm going to be looking for some intensity. I'll try and maybe, Oh, I had the worst experience with like connections issues. Remember we were talking about connection issues and like, what's your, like, you know, I didn't make the TTT and there's kind of been these little, there's these little bugs that we're trying to like work out. I can tell. And, and when it comes to some of the pairing stuff that's going on, I had one of the worst pairing experiences ever actually like, Oh man. Like, so it's rare that there's events that bar you unless you have a hurry monitor, right? Like, but there are some. At the higher yeah, yeah. level, there are some. Well, KISS 100 is one because they, they're old school in a good way. Like, they've been around a long time. They know how to use those tools. And you can't get into the KISS 100 without a paired hurry monitor. And the top three all have to dual record. Well, great. Right on. Awesome for clean racing. Well, I go to uh, update my plays. Uh, because I saw there's a firmware update. I was like, okay, cool. I'll update oh, my plays. Oh. Yeah, there was a firmware update on my plays. And so I, I log out. There's about 10, eight minutes left or so. I was like, this will be fine. They update. And I go to get back in. I got five minutes. Okay, I still got five minutes. Hurry monitor would not pair. Would not pair. Would not pair. Would, oh. I was like, and I'm sitting there. And I literally had planned like my whole weekend around racing the KISS 100. Oh. It was like I'd taken by carb. I'd fueled up. I was like, my sleep schedule had changed just for this. Like, oh, oh no. So whatever. And like, 
I'm like looking back now, and I think subconsciously what I did the next day had something to do with that experience, actually, because I, so then I like just found, I think I found some race and I ended up having fun in that race afterwards. Like I did like some climb portal like stuff and got some XP and I jumped into some other race and we raced and it was great and there was chatter and there were some familiar faces in there and that was cool. And I still ended up riding until, I don't know, you know, some crazy time in the morning. But that was like, oh, what the heck? I think I took that frustration the next day. And also there was some, like, definite competition, to be honest. Like, it's, it's almost, like, petty of me. I can feel it. But within the house, <laughs> there's total, like, leveling competition. And Gabby had done, like, two oh, or three oh. levels, like, or something. And I'm like, she's getting really far ahead of me. I got to do something about this. So then, like, like, but I wasn't, like, necessarily... It was just like I got into a groove and I just started climbing the climb portal after I had already done a rewind. I did like a rewind and a 20 minute before that. So I already had like an hour of riding and I just start. And it's something about the, the rhythm of climbing the climb portals, the shorter ones. It was the um, uh, uh, I wrote Pike, the uh, Pike, Pike, I think, or, 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 or Pika, Pika. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Pike. Yeah, that yeah, was the Pike, first one yeah. I did. Really yeah, short. Yeah, yeah, real short. And so I. I'm climbing that over and over again. I'm pretty sure that's which one it was. But anyways, I um, it's because of the distance that you can do it in like 10 minutes. It's just like a 10-minute zone two interval yeah. or three or four or five. And you can do almost any zone kind of that you want to for that duration. Over If you're feeling good or not good, you can kind of like take a break on that time through, but at least do maybe zone two. So I kind of got in this rhythm of like go up, chill down, go up, chill down. Next thing you know, I did like five, I've done 10. I don't even know how long I've been on the bike. Oh I start God. like, I look over, I'm like, it's three <laughs> hours. And I'm like, oh, I'll do a couple more. And then I, I get to 100K. And I'm like, I think uh, I'll hit, go until I hit level 79. Okay, level 79 comes. Then I'm like, oh, well, I'll go until I hit 160K for 100 miles. Okay, cool. Like, then I'm like, oh, I'll go until I hit level 80. And then, like, I hit level 80. Oh, and then I was like, oh, I'll, I'll just do a 200K day, whatever. <laughs> like, and oh, like, my God. And it was all climbing and down. It was, it was like all climbing oh. 200K. I was on the bike, I so think, like, for eight hours. It was an eight-hour day on the bike. And I didn't even, like, realize it. It was so weird. I got into so this I was like, I, oh, I actually was thinking about you and Gabby yesterday when I was out riding, like, in the you know sunshine and air and stuff and i was like <laughs> why are you guys competing on this i don't know what made me think i was just like oh my because gosh it's winter like, and the sun hasn't been out for i know i know i, know. I don't even know how long <laughs> But do you know what made me so happy was I saw that you guys went and did like a hike or something. I was like, thank oh, yeah. God. Like, no, so the day after, I was like, hey, hun, you want to go on a hike? <laughs> like, I was like, let's go on a like, hike. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was totally. Oh, my God. Because all I can imagine is like, remember that Christmas of 23 when we just spent the whole time leveling up? <laughs> well, it, was better <laughs> than we last, it was better than last year. Well, not better because like we were taking a plane on Christmas Eve, on the same day, we were taking a plane home, not home, but like, well, we were changing homes. We had packed up all of yeah, that stuff right. into like boxes. We're, yeah, we're in at an airport from Kirichiba to, um, not Rio, but wherever the, the other place that comes out, goes out of the only other one that goes out of Brazil. I forget the name. And then, 
uh, into Florida. Then we got stuck in Florida. We're like sitting, like we're like no, no one's even going anywhere because of snowstorm. And we're like sitting there oh. with like all these people who are also stuck on Christmas Eve in the, at the airport, and then and then end up coming in on on literally Christmas Day because I think we got in after midnight. But uh, definitely very different. Experience. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah, but I do, what I do like about everyone leveling up is that when I go on rides now, there's heaps of new jerseys to look at. And I'm always like, oh, what's that one? And I saw one recently, I think it was level 80, like the level 80 one was really cool. So <clears throat> I've been really enjoying looking at all the new jerseys. I'm like, I just ticked into level 60. So I got a wee oh, ways to man. go. man, I can't even, I was going to show off my, my level 80, but um, <laughs> the, uh, I can't because I happen to have the uh, the KOM jersey, so I can't do anything. I just, um, yeah, no, no Fort Bragg. Oh, I can't do anything about it. Yeah, oh, well. sorry. Maybe later in the podcast. No, I'm just. <laughs> but I have been. I set up my son actually on his pedal bike, so he's just learned to ride a pedal bike, my middle one. And so I've set him up, and he's the one who kind of loves Zwift and loves the games and stuff. So I've set him up with the Sturzo, which I was like, oh, I need to throw this in the bin. But actually, I put it on his bike, and we've been hitting up Repack Rush and racing it together. Oh, really? And so it's been like, yeah, it's been really fun. And, and they, I they, said he it. He really enjoys it. He's he likes that. Hey, he loves it. So what? Because what I used to do is hook him up through my power meter so that we both had the same power. But it kind of he could tell that it wasn't him, so it wasn't so like fun. Whereas now, what I've done is like put a speed sensor on his hub because now he's pedaling, and. I've made the wheel diameter like, so he's got a tiny wheel, but I've made the wheel diameter the hugest one so that he's actually going fast. So that instead of like going at like 5K an hour, he is actually going at 20K an hour. So we can like ride together. It's really nice. nice. That's awesome. And yeah. the, um, and the idea of uh, epic things that people are up to, that goes along with one of our, topics kind of i think with flam uh not flam with with rafa 500 challenge going on rather than just talking about rafa 500 like rafa 500 is going on and everyone's doing these these big miles and everything but one of my clients today you know he was like nathan it doesn't even count you did it in like one day it's supposed to be like a challenge and you don't you don't count for the rafa yeah. challenge. he was like and i was like you know there is this reality that during the holidays i feel like there's this like time of of the, the reason the rafa 500 exists is because there's time to ride like it's during the holiday and you have these breaks and whatever and like and and end of year do something you know what i mean like it's this it's just these mm. challenges come out right now during these weeks and all these people are doing the rafa 500 and then all of a sudden you get these like not even i wouldn't even call them outliers at this point it just seems like teppo is trying to hit level 100 I read uh, one of uh, some of the community members coming in uh, saying that a double Everstein happened by uh, Tom Perry's kid posted about this. Three weeks ago, completed an Everest. Two weeks ago, attempted. Then it did a double Everest, Alec Perry, in 24 hours. 17-year-old. Wow. For it. Yeah, like some this crazy achievement got a ton of attention over on Zwift Riders. Mark Modding did uh, Everstein in eight hours. The last one up, he did it in 44 minutes. Uh, I did a 200-kilometer ride. Uh, Keith Roy, Roy, who did a new world record in climbed meters in a year on Zwift with 138 Everstein in total. So, like, talking about these, like, you know, epic things that happened 
in the in in 2023 yeah. as well as this last week there's just been like all of these goes for like how am i going to finish out the year i would love to hear like if there's <laughs> more of those we want to highlight those achievements out there because there's a ton of them showing up in my inbox have you picked up on any of this no i mean last year i did an everest um i just kind of went and did it i don't i don't even think i even put that on social media um I've got like a funny vibe with the, um, my son wants to ride his bike right now. So just one second. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Um, I've got like a funny, um, well, you see, he gets it. He uh, heard me talking. He's like, I see, I need to get my challenge done. Like, I know it's like, I need to get it done. Like I've, it's quite interesting. I've had a couple of athletes that sh- like come and talk to me about how, They've gotten into a really bad comparative mindset um, around all these like big challenges people are doing. Um, sorry, Nathan, I have to get you to take this over. All my yep, family no is over, and for some reason, the kids have escaped and have come downstairs. Let me yeah, no, <laughs> no worries. No worries. No worries. No worries. That's all good. Um, while we wait for Anna, let's chat. I, maybe I can bring in our guest actually and uh, chat a little bit with Richard as we wait for Anna to get back. We've got uh, Richard Vale from Flam Rouge Racing. We'll change, uh, I think Anna's going to come back in here, but we'll just go right in and transition because we can fill in a little bit of time. Anna, is everything good over there? You good? Oh, my gosh. Well, this is what happens when families all upstairs having dinner and having some drinks and stuff as the they kids escape, take this they, opportunity. They escape. Yeah, they escape. I totally <laughs> get it. I totally <laughs> get it. Richard Vale, Flam Rouge Racing. <laughs> Welcome to the program. Uh, it's great to have you. I think we talked, last time we talked on, we had you in in the spring. I think it was around March or so, February, March, I think, uh, right around that time. No, no, actually, last time we spoke, actually, it was about October because I was in Barcelona. I was enjoying okay. a Barcelona trip. So, uh, but that was, last, that was last year. So, uh, so yeah, you know, um, I'd say good morning and good evening to both of you. So, uh um but yeah so um yeah it was it, 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 it's been a while or it's been it's only, it's only been a season so uh mm. it's interesting just just picking on the back of those challenges out there um and um so we we have one challenge which is like the have you heard of the singlaise singlaise challenge that they do in france of no, uh, vontu no i have no oh, idea about one, it one perfectly for you this is nathan then because you've got vontu as the as, as the mountain um, and there's three routes up. There's actually four routes up it. So there, the, the the real live challenge is to ride all three of those routes uh, in 24 hours, which like each one's 22 kilometers up. Uh, and that's so. That's the so that's the uh, so that's the, that's the Song Glaze challenge. Um, it comes from Bedouin. Bedouin's the main climb in the tour. Then you've got Salt, and you've also got Maasen. Um But you can also do that as a double. So you can do that twice. So that's about what I don't know. 250 odd kilometers, I suppose, in a uh, in a day uh, of just purely climbing Von too. So, um, so, but we did a virtual one just using Ben Top uh, rather than the Alp, um, and we had about four people completed that from Christmas Day up until today. I've got emails in there going, "I've completed the challenge." Um, so, uh, oh. so yeah, so that's another another little. So this is so a they great, do- great intro, Richard. Yeah. To I think where your mindset is at and where as far as cycling goes cycling culture <laughs> european cycling culture specifically in the mountains 
um, you know, and, and specifically, um, well, maybe not always specifically in the mountains, but I think the idea of this um, embedded cycling culture and what you are up to in that area of the world, I mean, that is that that gives, I think, this idea to everybody of, like, where Glam Rouge Racing has come from. Even the fact that you know of this challenge, that you know of people who have done it in real life, you know of every way that it's, that, that every different way that it's done <laughs> and then you're taking it and taking it into uh the game as well in some sort of way i mean that that's a great intro exactly because that, that was the first thing we were going to be is like well for those who are new to who frr is uh what you know what are you all about that's a that's a great intro to it but do you want to just give people a quick little you know, like one-liner of where uh flam has come from so those who aren't familiar oh yeah, I mean, technically, we're now in our third season. So, you know, we've been doing this now for uh, since 20, 2021, something like that. Started with 80-odd riders. But we, uh, the, the point of Flamme Rouge in the day was uh, what, what else could we bring differently to the platform? Um, so, you know, we've got lots of stage racing, you've got crits, all those sort of things out there. But uh, at that point in time, we didn't really have any what I would call grand tour stage races, weekly stage races, day-after-day uh, -day stuff. Uh, to introduce fatigue into just racing, uh, plus also hard stages, not just simple stages of um, uh, of wandering around. But you know, we could mix in ITTs. Um, we've dropped the time trials because it's a bit of a uh, it's it's a bit of a harsh sort of uh, organisation thing, really, to uh, to get everyone around the world to do stuff uh, um, at the same time, uh, except for the thirties. Um, so yeah, so basically, stage racing, tough racing. Um, we split the levels up, so you know we've got we now have ten levels of riders rather than nine to try and make those sort of uh, competitive bands a little bit uh, more more competitive ultimately as we all want. Um, but as you alluded to there, you know whenever we watch um, you know races on TV, um, they're one in the mountains. So, you know, you can be a great time trialist, you could be a good sprinter and that sort of stuff, but you don't see those very often actually or set on the top of the uh, the podium. You've got to be able to climb. And so, you know, Zwift has given us plenty of mountains to climb up um, or hills. Um, so, um, so yeah, um, you know, we certainly introduce each one of those as much as we possibly can into every one of the tours to, to make a bit of a difference. Um, and um, so that's something that... Uh, you know, it's really key to the tours that we do. And we do four a year. We do one in France that starts around October. We've just done come out of Britannia, uh, around the courses around the UK, um, Yorkshire and Scotland. Um, and we're about to uh, jump into Watopia in uh, January the 2nd. Um, and, and then the last one will actually be, we'll perhaps talk about 2024 in a bit. Um, yeah. uh, but, uh, but ultimately, can we do more stage race? Introduce a bit of Evie and see what we can go with it. Um, and uh, yeah, most people call me evil somewhere along the line. <laughs> yeah, so it's, <laughs> Anna, Anna, go ahead. Anna, I think Anna wants Yeah, to I think um, 
I have done one of these events, which nearly broke me, I've got to say, Richard. Um, and I did see you, you like came into the pen at the start and everyone was like, oh no, you're gonna, you're the masochist who's doing this to us. And But it was such good, it's probably the events with the best banter I've ever seen because you turn up day after day and everyone's just in the start pen going, oh, my legs, oh, I'm so tired. It's really cool. Like the banter in it is amazing. Like you've created such good community. I do want to touch on this tour of Watopia that starts on the second. The names of these like stages <laughs> are amazing. You've got you've got coast cruising, which is good. Breaking point, which makes me nervous. There and back. Then you have to explain this one. Austrian snaps after party. Well, you know, again, I think at the day if you if you just look at what the actual you know when you see what the route is, effectively, it's obviously it's that one's in Austria, isn't it? So um, and we'll be going up there and just finishing at the very top. Um, so I think yeah, just just put a little bit of when. When I put the put the when I put the routes out there, um, and I'll just give people the name. It actually just drives mad banter as soon as you put them out there because you use the right names, um, and I, it, it becomes a bit of a guessing game on our Discord server. Of, is it this? Is it that? You know, they look at the distances, and because we use custom finishes, never works for them very well to try and pick a custom finish. Finish. Oh, what's this one? I think the best one we ever had was on. Um, was our Reynard Dash, which was basically Lorraine, which goes past Lorraine up, up to the loops back round and it finishes back at the uh, at the Col, uh, at the uh, the Reynard Banner. But if you look on if you look oh. at something like Zwift Power, the actual graphic, it just looks like you fall off the cliff. Um, so that just has <laughs> so it literally just sort of looks. Like, so I think at the end of the day, it's also a way to just spark people's attention. You sort of build up um a bit of um uh, a bit of a following that way to say okay okay what's he going to release this time which one it is and this time i've seen it in uh in Watopia, we've got quite a few more rides a few more routes to go for um because obviously Zwift have a release uh of some new routes you know around that new that area so we've tried to use those um in Watopia where we could um and um and and yeah and also just try not to as well also um you know, try and be too repetitive with a loop. Mm. Um, you know, that can easily happen. Um, so, uh, so obviously Innsbruck will be used there for that one for a bit of an Austrian snaps after party. Um, so uh, if you have a, a party in Austria, then you always have a bit of snaps somewhere on the line. So, uh, <laughs> oh, so be. it's it's snaps, not snaps. Because I was thinking yeah, yeah. snaps like brandy snaps. Um, snaps as in the shots. Gotcha. Okay. So, I like that. Yeah, a bit of Austrian snaps. So again, if you, um, yeah, if you go to Austria, that sort of stuff, and then they'll, they'll tend to bring out a, the small, the very small shots of, uh, I don't know, apple shots or, uh, coffee shots and, and that sort of stuff, just to, uh, to get you going. And then, you know, at the end, at the end of that sort of race, then they'll be happy to have them. Well, it's, it's oh, the God. FRR offers the hardest, most demanding tour <laughs> series on Zwift. That is on the front page over at flamroosracing.com. Toughest series on Zwift, multi-stage events. So it's all about tours. Uh, you've had two tours so far. It really got on my yep. radar because my uh, recently, you know, in with Britannia, um, you know, because... Ed Laverick was doing it and really, really focused on it, I'd noticed. And then also um, 
the team I raced for in ZRL was like, this is like, they were just going nutso about it. I mean, honestly, they, it was, it was, all right, well, how are we? And you could see the tactics playing out because it's across um, all of the uh, stages have different time zones racing against each other. And you've come up with a really cool way of, in my opinion, a very cool way of dealing with smaller groups in different time zones, right? So you have the major time zone that has the most people usually, which is that 1 p.m. Central for me, 7 p.m. Uh, UK. That's usually the that that <clears throat> time zone that gets a big group, and you're going to end up with faster times. You created this e-gap so that people could race against each other in a way that makes a little bit more sense within their race. So, right, mm -hmm. so if you're in, like, a later time zone that's running stage two right and stage one's already taken place right and then you're in stage two and you've you're marking someone that you're going to know you're going to be racing in that stage two and stage two has already happened earlier in the day with another time zone right they have their time yeah. set and then what seems to happen and let me tell me if i got this right okay but i'm gonna try and, and, and explain it here and then you can correct me please if i'm, I'm wrong but it sounds to me that the e-gap then that you've created here is based off of the time you've lost to the winner of your group. And so, or, 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 so the winner of your group then gets a certain time and then the E-gap then starts counting off of that time for time that might be lost in the overall series. Is that correct? Like, how does exactly... Yeah. I think, yeah, when I look back at the, the series too, we have lots of people who say, if you've got a really popular time... What we found is mm -hmm. no matter how many times time zones you put on, people flock to the biggest amount of people because it's the most amount of draft they get, it's the fastest the race will be. And if GC is, you know, people probably look at all the prizes, whether I want to be a sprinter or a climber, they still think actually time GC is, is, the, is the one that they want to go for. I want to win, I want to be the shortest amount of time and that sort of stuff. But if I can't make the fastest time, if I can't make the fastest and biggest race, I will just lose time hand over fist because that's just the way Zwift will work. It will just mean that I can't be dragged along and uh, and those sort of things. So, um, so Egot came around from a couple of suggestions from the community that says, "Okay, well, okay, well, you tell you," t and I'm quite and I'm very open. You tell me how you think it will work, and I'll work out whether we can actually program it or not. Um, so you've got your ten classes uh, again. So you could be racing at the seven o'clock at time, and you're a let's just say you're a capsicum, the at the top the top level, and there's five or six people of your class in that race. You've only got to mark the time between yourself and whoever's going to win of your particular race to say, okay, that is that's going to define my time in GC. So if you come second to him by four seconds, then your GC time will go up by four seconds. If you if you if you if he obliterates you on the hills, which sounds like he's not going to do, um, there and lose five minutes, then you'll lose five minutes in your DC time, regardless of what they've done two hours earlier with a much bigger race. If their GC, if their if their time between two riders is still under two or three seconds, then it's just about always about the time between you and the person of your own class that you've either won or lost to. If you win your GC in your so if you win your race as your class in your race your time is zero so, gotcha. if so you it's a building up time so it's it's yeah instead of 
instead of uh, accumulating a total time on GC like we would usually think of a GC, you just end up with zero. You want the least amount of time. And then you yeah, it, and then it, the yeah. more time that you gain, the actual further down you're going to be in the leaderboard. So you can that's a that is such a great way of cuz mm, the equalization smart, really then smart. is because the assumption is all A's are fa- are, freak, are are fast or whatever whatever your caps again. All of them are going to be equalized in what they could kind of do across each other and then you make them race each other for their time gaps and it's about racing people of similar capability to create time gaps between each other and get the lowest time you can based on that e-gap. It's brilliant actually about how you solve this time zone issue. I absolutely love yeah. it. And it seems like there's a couple of there's a couple of idiosyncrasies with it, but I won't I won't give the riders the the way to do that one. But most most people <laughs> will will play the game normal. Everyone will always find a little bit of a dark shadow somewhere if they can. Um, but the other side of it, obviously, we have eight stages, and two of them are ITTs. So whereas so the ITTs are just ranked everybody. So mm. no matter even if you can go and hide somewhere, you've still got to go and do well on the ITT. Um, to um, to keep that e gap up, so uh, that will just rank all all eight time zones, fastest time to the to the slowest time, uh, and your e gap will, will then be taken off that side of things. So, so the ITTs also add a different concept to it because the uh, you know again they are not done on the individual races; they're done across everybody. So um, so yeah, so that will sort of also just help push those. Um, yeah, it's a good you point. It's a good point, Richard, to bring in the, the individual time trial. I think it's a really good idea. Yeah. yeah. I think because like what you said, from the one that I did, which was before this EGAT, I totally got it because I didn't race in the popular time zone, which I think is around that EMEA time, like early morning. <coughs> if it still yeah. is, I'm not sure. But I was kind of rolling around and I was like, oh. This other group would have gone around so much faster than me. So I think the e gap—that's amazing. Like that's um, obviously like you've listened to the community there and fixed that up. I did have a question actually on um, so changing tact a little bit is, can you tell me a little bit about the cyclists fighting cancer and your association with this group and what you're trying to do there? Because that's really awesome as well. Yeah, I think um, you know from from what I've been involved with CFC for. Well, they first introduced me to a race called the Marmot, uh, which is uh, again uh, another strange enough hilly race in France. Um, so, um, so I sort of did that. Uh, oh, what was it now? I suppose it's on the website about 2011, 2012, something like that. Um, they're a group that basically um, look to provide bicycles, uh, mostly for um, you know adolescents or, or children. Who are recovering from cancer? Um, so uh, again, exercise to uh, you know promote the recovery, um, and they'll buy bicycles for them, whether especially adaptive bicycles or just normal bicycles to get them back on the road. Um, so you know, I think I originally raised some money uh, for CFC um, uh, as part of getting into that particular race uh, or their event, um, and it's something that I just thought out of all the people that I've um done things for before I, you know it's just something that that they do a really great service it's you know it, it, it's so hard at that age group to uh, to be dealing with that type of thing um but um and it's something that i thought well okay you know I, I, i've associated with a couple of things over the years um 
and everything that we have donated to us we'll give 20 percent um from our gofundme page uh, at the end of the season to cfc um and we've also got a we're looking to try and do a, a bigger event actually in 2024 um a sort of a 24-hour charity day um so um which uh, we'll have something in there too so uh yeah there's the cfc side so um again they're based up in manchester um and uh predominantly uk based um uh, helping people in and around uh, uh that whole area um recover from you know from from cancer that's awesome that's really cool so also not only mm. putting on uh the hardest some of the hardest racing on Zwift with tours, but also helping people go through some of the hardest stuff in life too. Kind of yeah. very, very cool way of taking um, that common striving together for sure and uh, putting it towards something. So I would encourage uh, everybody to check out uh, Flammers Racing's website specifically to look yeah. at that as well. Yeah, and I just said, you know, what I think was written this sort of part lines to actually organize something for, for 2024 um and i think that will be something like a 24 hour up and down and top so as team can play as you can in 24 hours uh, and that's also a way to get to that lovely by singlaze um challenge um you can do three you can do six we're looking to try and do or maybe 11 something like that uh sense of uh then top so uh something like that is where we're, where we're going to center but there's about two or three charities i think that we're going to try and raise money for on that particular day but i think as we get closer to that we can release some more details uh, as we sort of plan that through well so tour series uh tour Watopia is the next one up january 2nd through yeah. the 10th it's going to be eight stages in total for the tour Watopia. Uh, there are plenty of race times, it looks like, and they are uh, yeah. to sign up over on the website. Anna, something else, Anna, you want to jump in with? Oh, I just want to say, I'm just looking at the times now. Like, this has got to be one of the race series with the most times available. Like, it's all UTC that I can see, but 6, 8, 10.30, 2, 6 p.m., 7.30 p.m., midnight, 30 p.m., whatever you'd call that. 30 minutes after midnight or UTC times. And then the weekend, it's a little bit different. Um, that is a lot of times. That is awesome because a lot of the, um, I've got for us Kiwis, sometimes finding a time zone that works is, and the Aussies is quite problematic. And this is like, you could, and correct me if I'm wrong, you can do each stage, you could do a different time zone, right? Cause it's just time-based, correct? Yeah. We've also, also got, I know 2.30, so we've got eight time zones now. Eight to go for is a, there's a two thirty in the morning UTC, so um, so yeah, so you can do anyone, any order, um, switch in and out, uh, and those sort of things. So uh, yeah, and again, Australia and, and New Zealand is one of those places that you know we really do a bit like the west coast of the states. They they are there, and it's just pulling them in from their wonderful sunshine that you've got outside to say actually come inside and do stuff at the time that they want to be able to do it. So I think in yeah. uh, in Australia, they really wanted the 8 a.m. time. Um, so, look, yeah. just on the early evening um, and uh, see whether that will work. So, and it, you know, it, it, get, it gets people. You've got more people in uh, uh, in Britannia than uh, where we first tried it. 
Um, so again, it was suggested by uh, in, in that space. So we'll go with it. Same as the West Coast has wanted the 2:30 a.m. one, um, and just say, okay, right, can we can we try this one? And we'll just see what comes in. And um, but it, we have to give people we have to give people option um, to try and fit yeah. in. You know, we're, we're beyond COVID days now, so we're all working again. Um, and uh, people need those times either very early in the morning because people do get stupid o'clock in the morning to do these things um, and um, uh, also you know, early evening time so uh, just surprised me the amount of people who do things at silly o'clock in the morning uh, but uh, hey it's maybe what we've driven them to do <laughs> that's Nathan yeah well I think I, I just I just continue into the morning i think is is what i usually do rather than, <laughs> rather than have to deal with getting up in the morning i will oh, forget the sleep part i'll just get it keep her moving well tour of Utopia, january 2nd through the 10th there's also going to be the world tour it looks like february 29th through the 23rd and you will have an frr world championship it says april mm. of 2024 i'm seeing all that on the website if you want to check all this out you got to head on over to flamrougeracing.com. It's pretty easy to find. They just put in Flam Rouge Racing um, in Google, and it was the uh, first thing that was coming up. So uh, definitely go and check that out. There's going to be broadcast as well. It looks like you guys are partnering with ZMS for your broadcast for the entirety of the tour. Yeah, it's something we we um, we tried, uh, or we so we sort of hooked up with in um, in Britannia. Um, yeah, we've partnered up now with a with, a, uh, with Lee Wild. Now Lee Wild, I think, brought to the Zwift platform um, last year. Um, it's, well, I, I can still say last year before I get over the uh, the, the New Year's <laughs> Eve. Um, last year, he brought in WICR, the World Indoor Cycling Rankings piece um so um now he lives fairly locally to myself so we've joined up we've joined forces so i think you know when i go into 2024 we've started now to improve websites uh, and bring a new website in and we're looking to do more and more stuff i think in 2024 so i think with what he started uh, and as a partnership there you know he's brought in uh, a lot more savvier um usage of social media than i think my uh than my, than my head could even think of um, so, um, so I think at the end of the day, he's he's helping enormously on that front. Um, and uh, but you know, twenty twenty four will be quite a big change year, I think, for for us. Um, the tours will still be, um, you know, centre and front, uh, front and centre. Um, but um, but I think just improving that whole package i think at the end of the day for um you know whether you're going on the website whether you're going you know events wise uh, and, and just experience in event um i think is what people want to see i think that people like to see themselves a little bit on on screen and um and i think just crucially for us you know where, where we are we are focusing on the community we're focused on the 99 percent out there that uh um you know that use swift as, as 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 an exercise and fun platform um, so, uh, so they're getting, and we're, and we're focusing on them, you know, from males, females, um, D riders up to A plus riders. So it's not just mm -hmm. the very, very top level, you know, there's lots of people out there that, uh, um, that, that want, uh, you know, they do very well. They just can't do it as fast as some others. Um, so, uh, 
And I think, you know, from seeing what, from looking at my website this morning, I think it's like we're nearing now 3,200 registrations for this particular event. Oh, um, wow. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure they won't all turn up, but, um, but, but, but people have been on side to, uh, to at least appear on there. So we'll get at least a good couple of thousand of that. Um, drag them through Watopia for a week, kicking and screaming. <laughs> That sounds good, everybody. Make sure to check out FlammersRacing.com. Check out the broadcast over on ZMS. And uh, look forward to maybe jumping into a couple of these for some motivation. Uh, we'll see if the if my ZRL team can can pick me up and convince me to drag myself through Autopia on some of these. Because it looks like it's going to be uh, a good tour, a really good tour. Well, Richard, thanks so much for taking the time to jump on the program with us and give us an update where things are at with uh, with FRR. And we look forward to uh, hearing more from you in 2024. Yeah, well, again, a happy new year to everyone before we actually get there. And I might get there a little bit before us all. So, um, always. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. Well, uh, again, thank you for the opportunity, Nathan and Anna. So, um, thanks, uh, Richard. Hope to see you. All right. All right, have a good morning, Richard. See ya. Bye. Well, that was uh, Richard Vale, everybody. FRR, flamnewsracing.com. Head on over there. If you're signed up, if you're looking forward to eight stages of racing, get a team together maybe to get that GC uh, across for well, support. I think at this point with FRR, it seems to me that at least within the team at the A level, the team that i'm watching they're supporting each other to get that gc yeah they're, they're fighting for it it's pretty competitive i just was like looking at the weather report for the next sort of week and then looking at the dates and was like yeah maybe i'll do this <laughs> <laughs> oh, it looks man. quite fun right oh i just um i've done one before did i do all i think i missed one stage i just could not do it like um i think i was sick or something but <sighs> like, cause the thing is, is it's, it's really hard because it's attritional and it's eight stages, but each stage isn't, I know there's, there's hills and stuff, but they're not crazy long. So you can still, you know, get on for an hour to an hour and a half, depending on what category you're in. So it's not as though you're on every day riding four hours, you know, like it's still pretty achievable. So, which is, you know, cause, and cause there's all the times you could like I could do one in the morning and then do the next stage that evening and then have a day off essentially the following day. Right? <laughs> That'll work. Yeah, I, the the nice thing about for me for doing those is like your your ride for the day is just figured out for eight days. Well, I know this is what I'm doing. Go. Right? It's just figured out. You know it's gonna be a good workout. And if you're super competitive, you're feeling good, you can go for it. If not, you're like, well, I'm going to get through this and it's still going to be sit a in. good workout and I'm going to sit in, you know? So yeah. unless it's the TT It's just day. with a... Unless it's a yeah. <laughs> Which is, to be honest, like, is I need to do these. These are these are try, try people should be able to do individual time trials. I've got my TT bike actually on the trainer now to get used to being in the, like, the aero position again. So yeah, maybe I'll do this. I'm kind of, I'm leaning towards yes, but I don't know what Claire may be like, what are you thinking? Um, but I'm sort of like, it could, you could work it with training as well. Like you said, I think sometimes go hard. Sometimes if you can just relax a little bit, but we'll see. 
Well, let's uh, transition into our best of 2023. We want to know what you're thinking in chat. Uh, and you know, right from the get-go, I'm gonna throw a wrench into the whole thing. But let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and do best oh, team. Gosh. Best team, best okay. rider is what we're gonna start with. And you know, should I let you go? Should I say you go first, and then I throw a wrench into it all? Or do well, I throw I'll my give wrench out there I, first. I, I, <laughs> Oh God, Nathan, your inches. Um, I'll just give a caveat too. Is a lot of for the teams and the riders. I will definitely be coming from the female side of things because, like, I've got to say, hand on heart, I don't watch a lot of male racing, um, both in real life or on Swift. I'm kind of that person who's like, if I've got that time, I'm going to support the women. And so, like, I watch the women's Swift racing and I watch the women's cyclocross and the women's World Tour racing. If I have time left over, I'll watch the men. So I think Nathan will be your go-to for better insight on the men's side, just as my opening caveat. Right on. You know, in-house, we do watch a lot. Of, we watch the ladies, like, a lot, too. So, like, yeah. I race with the guys, and so, like, I don't think any of them are good. I'm good. What are you talking about? I'm just <laughs> like, <laughs> I All I'm paying attention to is, like, ah, oh, I need to. But I, I get an idea, though, of, of who's uh, smoking me anyways to the line. So I got, <laughs> I got an idea okay. of who's who's going really well uh but uh so what what do you got for best what? team of 2023 so i'm gonna go best team is ao so aonian and the reason for this is not so i mean obviously they're great at grand prix um and they do really well there um especially in the ttts <clears throat> but actually what it was is because i raced in an emea division a couple of weeks ago and I um it was actually no it was actually for the TTT sorry and I wanted to go through and see what Riot's time was compared to all the other time zones and when I went through all the other time zones there were so many Aeonian teams like an unbelievable amount it seemed like every single zone had AO in it and it wasn't just an A cat it was in different cats I was just like this team like has grown in the last year and at that elite level they're like top of EMEA top of this, top of that. We were having a full-on battle with them right till the end um, in the USA East. And so, yeah, I wanted to shout out AO because one, their kit rocks. It looks really, really good in game. Um, and two, just obviously filtering through into the community as well. And I know from just managing one team, it can be really hard work. <laughs> and so I can't imagine managing like, five plus teams out there and Grand Prix as well. Like, so kudos to AO. That's my team of 2023. Uh, you want to throw a rider out there quick and then I'll do team and rider as well. I'm going to go Lou Bates as my rider of the year. So um, from the Grand Prix races I saw, there were two of them that she won and they were both like impressive as hell. Like just threw down what they've got the picture of her in her pain cave and it is like power like i could only dream of mm -hmm. <laughs> it was like that sort of um it just reminded me of if, if you've seen the women's and i'd advise you to go see it, it's on youtube the women's world champs 2022 in wollongong australia and not the winner that was anamique which was amazing but behind her a lot of kapeki is like stomping and I looked at Lou Bates and was like it's like that it's like a body of just pure power and I think it um I think what's really cool about that is it 
I was chatting to a sports scientist about this on a run the other day is actually the woman's like view of what is strong is changing because of riders like this. Cause I look and I'm like, holy shit. I want to be like her. <laughs> like that looks great, like powerful. And so yeah, Lou Bates, kudos to her. Amazing. Um, I hope she has some great results in the early new year as well with the Zwift champs and um, Grand Prix races. Yeah. So I'm going to, so here's my wrench is okay. My wrench to claiming best team of 2023 is I don't know what year we're in because the Zwift seasons are so mixed up <laughs> right now. Okay. Like yeah. in the same year yeah. we have two or three seasons almost like it's like mm, we yeah, had yeah. the end of the Grand Prix stuff at the beginning of 2023. Then we had world championships. Then we had the summer. Then we had the beginning of Zwift Grand Prix. Now we have stuff that's going on now. Then we also have ZRL like on both ends of that. And it's like, are we talking about 2023? Or are we talking about 2024? Mm. I'm not sure. I feel like some of the results that are happening right now actually belong in the 2024 you know what I mean? So I'm kind of yeah. like, ah, I don't know what to call it. <clears throat> and where are our world champions, too? I'm like, we have these world champions. And here's the thing. I, Lou Bates had technical issues, I think, at world championships, mm. if I remember yeah. correctly. And she would have been, I think, she could have won. Now, she didn't win. Yeah, I think She's so not too. the world champion, right? And I, I, I agree. Aeonian has the world champion. Los Edegis re repeated, which is absolutely, that also was probably a part of them being named the best team by you too, I would assume. Like, yeah, you know? yeah, and so, yeah. So there's there's so many performances by so many teams across this mass amount of time with a, with world championships, ZGP early 2023, ZGP end of year. It's really tough for me to say. I'm going to go though uh, because of all that. It's it's kind of all over the place for me because I would almost say Lou Bates. You know what I mean? Or or, or say. Mm -hmm. Los Adegis, or you know what I mean, from another thing, and and there's like ah, like which way do I go? So, um, I'm gonna go though on the uh, man, it's tough here. On the men's side of things, I'm gonna go with the most recent stuff that we've seen, and um, you know, when when the rubber hits the road, when it's like it is time. And right now, when it's time, nobody can beat Le Le nobody consistently can beat Leonard Tugels. If if the if the mm. if the if the course favors you, then maybe he'll get second. You know what I mean? If the course, yeah, like it's it's like he is the most consistent rider across all of the ways that you could put a Zwift race on, right? Yeah, now, I know Martin Martin's beat him over the top of the Alp to Zwift, but he was right there. You know, if it comes down to a sprint, he's not getting beat after craziness in London. Like, it's just like over yeah. and over again. How do you go past two goals? You know, he, as, as far as a rider goes. I'm going to go also with most consistency across everything in the community right now when it comes to, and, and this is a really hard one when it comes to teams. And I know teams, I like, there's a lot of teams on my mind here in this. Wahoo Lacole are on my mind. Coalition. Abus is there. Next is there. Hexagon is there with me. Cyrus is there even. I mean, I mean, BL13 has had some breakthrough stuff going on. I'd give them breakthrough team actually this year, BL13. 
But mm-hmm. um, I can't go past next with their consistency. I know they didn't yeah. win ZGP last year. I know that they don't have like necessarily um, top, uh, you know, UCI attached stuff going on. But when it comes to consistency across all of both communities, ZGP, and 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 as well as some of the new stuff that's going on and being really involved, I'm going to give that to, to Next Esports. It's hard for me to go past ABUS though, but it's kind of like. And, and coalition, but and even Wahoo, but like with Abus, it's like the let it's the Letty show. You know what I mean, like he kind of like <laughs> carries the team. So it's like if you go with team and consistency across all the team, you know, even with coalition, like it, there's a couple of riders that just like stand out. But I think with next, they just kind of like have a yeah. they have a breadth across that makes them a really really strong team. So there's my. I know it's like drawn out and everything, but part of the reason is because there's so many on in my mind and on my heart across all of that. So <laughs> that I'm like, and yeah. I'll leave that. I'll just leave to the men's because um, not too much of a deep dive into into the women's side of things. Um, what is there any rider that has a breakthrough for you that it's on your mind though at all? You know, a breakthrough rider, breakthrough team for this year. Um, I'm not throwing I mean, that I out probably, at the last minute at you, but I, I, I'm wondering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, like I'd say, pretty. It's hard because I would say like Gabby break th- out through breakthrough breakout rider, um, but it's she was injured last season, right? She had like all the hip break and the, all of that going on, and so I, I wouldn't say it's like breakout as in like whoa, she's performing way above where I thought she would. It's more like we didn't see her, <laughs> so then it's kind of like. Well, she's there, like, um, which I think, I guess, kind of you'd call a breakout performance or like, I don't know, would you call it that? Um, so I'd say probably Gabby on the women's side. I think also like um, it's not so much a breakout performance, more so like a, what was a real turning point for me was watching the women's race going up the Alp. And I feel as though Kristen Kulczynski would have previously almost walked away with that kind of a a race format and seeing it this year with like her surrounded by like four other riders five other riders with a rider up the road I was like whoa this is a like this game has shifted (laughs) like this is full on now the 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 level and the number of people at that level is just amazing so I think that would be it for me it's more like the whole the women's field has had a breakout year yeah, I'd uh, definitely um, agree with that. Huge, hugely in in the women's field. There's just the depth is 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 come up to a whole a whole nother level. Um, you know, on the on the women's side of things, I'd say that also um, Galagos with this ride that we saw happen in the ERL. Uh, as I just want to give a shout out that she walked away from well snuck away and stayed away from Gabby and Kristen Kolchinski like up wow. until like up until a certain point and then Kristen caught her but I got to give and, and then won the race but you know that that ride was extremely impressive um and and I want to say just like maybe not breakout rider well breakout rider of this or ride of this part of the season big 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 shout out to that because um, you don't usually see that kind of a ride. And I know that she's a mom, like, like, and, and the things that she's managing in her, in her life. I just wanted to give mm. a shout out, shout out to that with, 
with uh, with Elise Galagos because that was a huge ride uh, from her yeah. coming over from uh, Wahula Cole. So, um, okay, next oh. up on our best of uh, game update feature hit. Anna, go ahead. What do you got? <laughs> uh, mine are the Zwift plays. I mean, I flew to Colorado to get myself a pair. <laughs> <laughs> so like I paid a lot more than a hundred dollars for them. Um, but they are, I just think not so much that like, um, I don't want to go, I feel like I'm going too deep on all these things, but not so much for the actual physicalness of what they are, which is cool. They're fun to play with, but the direction it shifted Zwift going towards like getting into a bit of that fun, gamey, side of things i was like yes this is like i love this this is i want to see more of that um going into next year we'll talk about next year but um yeah plays for me so this one's going to be a little bit more of in the background work you know up front it was a big change but then it was like fish swimming in water and you don't necessarily notice it as much anymore but i'm just going to say pack the new pack dynamics have completely changed um, the racing scene and shout out yeah, to the yeah. dev I know Pachico, uh, I'm just going to give a shout out, like Pachico had, and, and, the, and the crew at, at the devs at Zwift, you guys killed it, like, and good yeah. job, and you're continuing, you're continuing to do updates, and there's work to be done, and bugs here and there, and there's always going to be that kind of work, but racing is racing now, and like, you can yeah. get away, you can attack at certain points, yes, I still have complaints about, oh, I'd like to see that, or I'd like to see this, but it's at a place now where we can play the game and be tactical and, 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 and roll the dice. And it's not just always the same outcome. So big shout out, I think for this year, pack dynamics really yeah. as an overall was a game changer. So that's going to be my best, my, my update, um, update. We're seeing Mike Henry right on bombs, right on. bombs. Is a big, <laughs> that's a good one. I, are those new this year? Were those actually new this year? I don't know if those well, were. Well, I know you can. You can do them on the plays. Maybe it's on the plays. Maybe because yeah. they're on the plays, and so now I can do right on bombs on the plays. Like, that's the. Yeah, that's yeah. The, yeah, so that's a good one. I like that one. That's more of like an encourage I've everybody. I've got to say, thing. that's like probably the biggest reason I sync, I link the plays up to game is so I can give right on super <laughs> easy. It's just like, click, I know, so click, I can just use only... my, my Y button really fast if I get a feather power up on a climb right now so I can get my. <laughs> My grind, my my climb portal grind oh, is easier, levels. and I can turn around oh, quicker dear. at the bottom. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, that's so funny. Um, and yeah, Michael Templeton's come in 100. The racing is better. It's awesome. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. I think because it's seen a few iterations, it wasn't like a boom. Here's a feature. It kind of, and I think that as well. I know you thank the devs on that. I think that's a really I mean, I know I was a little bit critical sometimes that it was a bit too much tinkering, but I think it's kind of got pretty close in the end. And I agree. Like it's the racing the ZRL now has been pretty fun with how much you can attack off the front and form groups that stay away. Yeah, big risk can be taken. It's really great to see. No more lazy Zwifters. Get with the program. <laughs> Let's go. Best new course in a... So I had to actually just double check that this was 2023, uh, but Muckle Yin. So, yeah, it's so um, long ago that I, you're like, wait, I know, but it is, and it's a good it point. is, yeah, it was February, about February, and I think it was when, like, when New Worlds was coming, 
And then like, boom, we've got a new world, a whole new world. And I was like, <laughs> wow, this is great. And then Muckle so, Yin, I finally, I is, like a, is that like a, is that like a, I was singing Aladdin. Yeah, but yeah. then I go like, Prince Ali, comes into my head now too. For those that are old enough to have Aladdin literally placed in your heart from hearing it so often on the TV when you were a kid. <laughs> but the whole new world. Oh, good singing there, Nathan. No, it was um, not. I totally just completely. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I finally got to race it. I've commentated on that course a lot, and I always pick it for if I'm running an event because I think it's great. And yeah, I just got a bit of everything. You can have so many tactics before the sort of changes to gravel. You could do a few more bike changes. Um, yeah, everything. Love it. Best best course for me. Or best, yeah, best new course. I like, I really like the Watopia expansion for racing because mm. I've raced so much Watopia that racing in Watopia was like, I don't know, just going to the same mountain bike course that I've ridden forever. You know what I mean? And just mm. over and over, and I've done it so many times. So the new courses make it so that. Um, I can be in Watopia and at the same time it's it's new. So sugar cookie mm -hmm. is still my favorite. It's still it's still it's oh. still still my favorite because of the punch, a five minute climb in there, and there's also a very tactical up front with a nice downhill where you I mean, it's just a super tactical course. It it's so, mm -hmm. so tactical. And it's also a longer course if you want like even one lap is doable for it. A two-lapper like we did with WLC uh, earlier this yesterday, actually, like was oh, yeah. was was really great. Uh, really great racing, actually. Yeah, and and I like a little bit longer races. So, um, yeah, good stuff. Really good stuff there for sugar cookie. That's my new favorite course as well. So, best community initiative or project. I oh my gosh, I don't know what I'm gonna come up with. This one's off the spot with me. Why don't you go ahead, though, Anna? Okay. So we had earlier this year General E. Lost, uh, the Twitch streamer on the show, um, and he had um, he was writing for charity, and it was like a week of nonstop Zwift streams for Kilometers for Kiddos. And I've been part of their Discord since then. Um, I've actually just left. I'm just messaging the person individually now because I was like, whoa, this is, like it's too too much for me. There's like chat, 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 chat. You know those Discord channels? And I'm always like, oh, what is this? What is this? But they've got one coming up in May, another one of these. And yeah, it was, they raised a ton of, like they raised $58,000 with a goal of 30,000. So they almost doubled what they were going to meet. Um, yeah, head on and yeah, try and follow these guys. They were all like raising money, riding on Zwift sort of over this week. So there were 30 cyclists live streaming back to back, three hour blocks, raising money for St. Jude's Children Research Hospital. So I saw yeah, that. I want to back that up. And, and, and I'm going to say something else for my best of, but I'm going to say yes to that also uh k4k yeah. is absolutely awesome general elos does a ton of work for this and i want to see it go viral this year i want to see it go big like these guys do what and if you don't know about twitch and raising money and the whole twitch community i know like for cyclists or whatever like the twitch things sometimes it's kind of like we don't hang out on twitch we're not exactly gamers or whatever but there is a very committed Zwift Twitch community at this point that has a 
pretty good viewership that's consistent and comes around and supports mm-hmm. each other and brings new people into it consistently on this growth. And I think uh, whenever I go to l- watch Zwift as a live stream, I always watch Twitch or one or two streamers on YouTube because I only follow their channel. So I want to reiterate this. I've said it many times on the podcast. I'm going to reiterate it that the reason why live streaming works well for individuals on YouTube is because they have a single channel that is successful with usually VOD content that supports it. It's usually never because there's a live stream unless it's podcast content kind of like this. So the flip side is that Twitch is built for building communities in live streaming environments and supporting each other with that. Mm. And because of that, when there's charity raising like stuff going on during this time of year, actually many times throughout the entirety of the year, they do an amazing job actually with tons of different initiatives, <laughs> not just with the Zwift community and riding, but with like lots and lots of other charities actually. So great place for raising kilometers for kiddos. Um, definitely want to hype that up and want to see it take off. If you haven't checked that out, everybody go and check that out. And I look forward to hugely supporting that this, I, I can't be emphatic enough about supporting that this year and watching to see how far they can take it. So on another side though, very recently, I just want to say like that one person is an example though of how personalities can hype something up and come around an initiative that is just a personal journey that mm-hmm. tries to get something done that we can all kind of get behind and be like, yeah, cool, we can do something too. Like there's there's a you know, and, and I, I just want to give a shout out to Tepi and like his mm. journey toward, yeah. and this isn't just about leveling. His thing with the leveling is one thing, but it's always like around this time of year or at whatever, he just goes and does these like out there crazy initiatives. Like, you know what I mean? And, and, and I'm going to get the Tron bike in seven day trial. I'm going to go and <laughs> hit level 100 by this time. And then I watched the community come around his streams, come around his initiative, come around what he's up to with doing that. And like, I just, I like that um, drive and the way it inspires other yeah. people to come around it and cheer him on or, che- you know what I mean? And so I just want to like shout out that like, as, as he's, he's a vibe, Teppy's a vibe, Teppy's, Teppy's, <laughs> a, mo- Teppy's a movement. In and of himself. And like, I just want to be like, he's a community initiative. Teppo L'Oreal. Shout out to Teppo. Like, you know, so. Um, Love it. And, uh, and, and his go at, at whatever it is that he is, um, is after at any time. It's always unique and uh, striving towards something better or awesome that he can go after. So, so good job on that, Teppi, and inspiring us all. So. All right, so looking forward to 2024, what is your most, chat, we want to know this as well, what is your most wanted feature? Okay, so mine, unsurprisingly, is to do with the garage. And so I don't, I've called it garage cleanup. Um, I don't really know, I feel like I'm not going to know what I want until I see it, but I think they just need to do something with the garage. Um coming up and i i know that they've made leveling up a bit easier controversial topic which i've gone into the weeds with man there is some de- divisive opinions Seriously? there um, it gets all yeah. crazy and heated 
it's pretty heated. I mean, where was I? Was it a Reddit thread or somewhere? And it was like late at night and I'm reading my iPad and my husband's like, what are you reading? I was like, oh, it's just all these different opinions about the new levels in Zwift. He's like, wow. Oh yeah, it okay. was really, oh yeah. man. Like, what the heck everybody? <laughs> like it got really yeah. like mad almost. Like, oh man. Yeah, so. This will never go away. It will never, the, the just a game thing will never Go away. <laughs> like we need to, I, I need to create a t-shirt that mocks just a game in some sort of cool, fun way. <laughs> like, like, I yeah. need a t-shirt that like somehow oh. like does, because like the reality that everything is just a game and everything is somewhat serious. Like somebody came up with a really good comment as a response. They're like, yeah, it's just a game that, up to maybe a million people are paying $15 a month for with like 300 to 500 employees, but it's just a game. Yeah. Like seriously, dude. Like, <laughs> and I've, because I kind of needed to frame, sorry, this is going on a, a little bunny trail as Nathan would call it, but I had to frame my like opinion. Cause I was like, Oh, do I have an opinion on this? And I do in the end, I kind of, I don't, it's made it too easy. My, so I'm sitting in that camp on yeah, the leveling up. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's too easy. There are some People benefits are saying, to some parts of it. There are some benefits, but like yeah, they could have, they could have I think pushed this that is, to the like earlier levels more though. Yeah, and I think this is where it pairs up with the garage cleanup is you could make leveling up a bit harder and detach it from all the jersey unlocks all the equipment and one good point is there's no equipment unlocks here remember when you used to like work your ass off to get to like level whatever so you could have the specialized venge right for like zwift racing because it was like the best all-rounder at the time or you were like you're trying to go up elp all the time to get the millenstein wheels finally that took me like three years to get those wheels so i think like a little bit more. It's just of, training, Anna. It's just for training. Oh, uh, yeah. It's just, it's, a, it's just training. You didn't, uh, like, what's your effort? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I know. What? So I think, like, oh, oh, I know. I like, I think that a full garage cleanup, like, hey, you're going to, like, just <laughs> flag the things you want to keep. And unless you've flagged it, everything is gone and we're starting anew. Because, like, like I've gone into a bit of the world of gaming lately with Minecraft and the like amount of mining I do to try and find iron, iron ore in the mines. And I'm like, imagine that on Zwift. If, if it was like, you've got to do this much you know, work. You would do a lot more leveling if you played Minecraft while you were Zwifting. And then like, <laughs> I'm not kidding. Like that's kind of what a little trick, just so you know. Like, you can double game and, like, the time just flies by. Like, and you get a ton of base miles in. <laughs> oh, there we go. Okay. Yeah, it works. Um, it works. Watch some of my recent oh my streams. Like, I think I'm legendary in Hearthstone. And you don't get legendary in Hearthstone messing around right now. So. Oh, my gosh. So, I, if someone, someone who's listening or watching, send me ideas. Because I haven't quite figured out in my head how the garage should be. But... It shouldn't be the way it is now. Um, I'm not, I'm just not enjoying. We can all agree. Everyone, everywhere, even in Zwift, everyone's like, the garage, it needs some help. It's the messy. It needs help and a bit of love. And like, you know, it was just kind of a messy garage where the kids threw everything everywhere and there were leaves maybe that had not been swept out or whatever. At this point, the roof's falling in. 
I know. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, should like, like, is that a vacant lot? I don't know. Like, maybe, <laughs> like, does it need to be like repossessed? I don't know what's going on with that, with that garage. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Oh my so, gosh. Yeah. Um, most wanted feature for. Oh man, this is um. This is a, a really tough one because there is a, a lot of different um, features that I would personally want that, but I want to, I'm going to say something that's like more for the community um, and, and because there's a bunch that I'm like, ah, like I really want this or I really want that. And it's always like, it's really about like a very niche racing community thing here. Like, like, well, not even community, but very niche thing for racing here or there. Um, I'm going to say that whole like post race space, like a space that's after mm, the racing yeah, yeah. that we can interact in. I think that's a pretty, a pretty big one. I actually, I would, I would really, I think that would increase the social. So I'm going to actually though, but I'm going to turn that into like more social ways to interact and share and do things within the Zwift apps in a way mm -hmm. that is um, integrated across the game and the companion. So like, like yeah. more connection between those two places, not just like a post race thing, but just an ability like, like the tagging ability, the clubs features, the, 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 the I mean, rankings like these, I could go on and on, but it feels like, that that's all a part of this um, across platform integrations of things that that would connect us all to what we're doing more. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it would it would connect us all to like something that lives on, right? I just did absolutely. So like the racing that I'm doing, living on in a ranking, living on in a in a um, post race message board living on in you know what i mean it feels like yeah it happens and then it disappears instead of it having living on in a league structure living on in a da -da, in a club like so there's this idea yeah. of like if i want to go back through my facebook interactions facebook like it lives on you can see here's all the interactions that have happened with all the different people i can literally see there's like a relationship there's a tab for like here's your relationship to this yeah. person and that group or whatever that doesn't really like exist it feels like and so you know what i mean it's not networked in that way there's probably a term for this in in dev language i would assume of like this how things live in the internet or live in the yeah. in whatever the platform is and i feel like we don't have that necessarily it's like it happens and it, yeah they went away um yeah i totally agree i think um i mean we've talked about i think for me the simplest way straight off the bat is tagging <laughs> like and being able to like chat in that space because it's just so awkward and someone responded to us i can't remember where and i was like yeah it's really awkward because you finish a ride it was in discord think, it was in discord we got multiple yeah, messages in discord. in discord i actually got some DM, dms from people who listened to the podcast later in the week and they were like yeah totally like for sure tagging yeah because basically you have to weirdly go and like hunt someone down to like say good ride. And then there's no way for them to reply 
to you unless they go comment on your same activity and then it's just this comment being like good ride you too <laughs> it's just so disassociated so yeah i and think so I um like i cheated a little bit by reusing something from last week but the, the, I, I i took it and i expanded it to like things need to live on in some sort of way yeah. across the whole platform from like having efficacy like our efforts have efficacy to say you know that's even to back up even more that like yeah it's just a game but i want this efficacy i want this like you know, this, this real, that, that feels like something's real more yeah. there, but we're just training. I mean, it's not, it's just a training platform. I just want to put out there though. Like for me, it's, it's not just a game. Like, oh my gosh. Like it is absolutely not just a game. Like this has been like a social, like lifesaver in times mm -hmm. when I can't leave the house. Yeah. Like, I mean, I just not, said like, that I went and picked up, I went and like proposed to the person I met on Zwift in yeah. last, last yeah. October, November, and then was flying home on Christmas Eve one year ago and then, you know, and got married. And this is our first year of marriage after Zwift tandem joke, you know, inside joke worked for us. Right. Like, yeah, yeah it's, it's just a game. Like, seriously, people are getting married and they're, and they're, they're <laughs> committing every Tuesday and they're doing every Thursday and they have a team that they interact with every day. Like, like, and so I remember I'm going to go off a little bit here, but from, from the last podcast, and this is, this is bunny trail hundred percent in response to it's just a game and the levelings da, 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 but the commitment and the amount of work that goes into those levels are a representation in some way of the, everything that we're talking about here. They're a part of the way that it lives for us. You know what I mean? Like, and yeah. so, and that work that's been put into that also kind of like you're a, you're a Zwifter, you know? And, and I remember like the 2017, I want to say there was an offsite and like at the, and, and we had a live Zwift cast that we did in front of the, the company. And I don't know if that Zwift cast ever went public. It was only for the company Zwift. So Simon, Lama and me. And I remember one of the things it was like, what do you want to say? To the to everybody that you think that's really important going forward, like to the next yeah. to the next year, because and it was like you know partners saying something to the company and like what I said was like you know it was, it was you know Lama did it, it did something that was really cool about tech and 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 Simon did something that was you know really brilliant across like um, you know what's changing in cycling I think or something along I, I can't remember exactly what those things were but they were around their personalities and. I've always kind of like at that time came back to community, right? Community, we, Zwift Community Live. That's what we're here. And I was like, you know, I know that this might be just a game that you're developing to everybody here or, you know, these virtual worlds and like we're looking at the things that you're doing with this, but these are social interactions, real social interactions mm -hmm. that you are building communities of people online in a virtual world and how those virtual communities exist and the attention that is given to how you let them grow is very real to people i remember saying mm. that really really clearly and i think you know looking back like what i had said back then there and now being married to somebody i met in the like <laughs> like seriously like uh, you know like it's it, it's it's kind of like whoa you were saying something not only for myself but like as you had said, in all the other little pockets within the community, like that would say, I think it's a little bit more than just a game. So, anyway. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay.
Well, there, yeah, I think we've got our, I won't be, maybe I won't be triggered so much by those, <laughs> but yes. Um, so that was our most wanted feature, a bit more community. Um, I can see Michael's coming with a good point is just like, yeah, it's, we want to grow the community, but at the moment, everyone's kind of on discord. So it's very separate, you know, it's mm -hmm. kind of like, here's your Zwift riding and here's your community afterwards. So joining the two together somehow would be amazing. Um, okay. Onto a different one then, Nathan, looking ahead to road expansions and I've, I've narrowed it down. So not a new world, but if you wanted a new road expansion in Watopia, where would you want it? I would want, so here's a cool idea is like, I would want the ability to join new little, maybe mini games within like are there enough people for that at this point but like this is an idea and i gotta i gotta shout out to this has been an idea prior to this recently being shout out within my team but um michael grenier within the team brought up the idea of doing boss raids and that like you could do a new little area or or expand on areas within watopia that would make it more interactive, kind of like Repack Rush, but like gotcha. take on a section of course together. And, and if you mm. do it together within this way, like you beat the boss, you beat the climb together, you beat this section together. Like, gotcha. and so, so right now, like we've seen this before where groups will work together to try and beat some sort of a time or something. Right. Well, you could put that with into a game mode and, and use sections that are familiar on Watopia or maybe change them a little bit or maybe have like a little turnoff on some of the, the newer areas that we have. You know, we see those turnoffs that go off of the new coastal. Like, what if in there, like, you have like the pacer group, it goes like, like 10 people in the pacer group right now or, or whatever. The pacer group is going and then there's an option that pops up. Hey, the B pacer group has the option to go right. Do any of you want to go right and take on this thing? And then it's like, ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Ten of you select, but you don't have to. But ten of you said yes that we're gonna go take on that thing. And then it's like, go cool. beat the current time. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then it yeah. turns into a like a, a a chase race. It turns into a chase race within there, and you can get a time. And if you like get the best time. The, the volcano blows up or, like, or something cool happens. And then like in yeah. game though, in game, everyone sees that. Everyone would yeah. see that you, that the volcano's blowing up. Oh, cool. They all did the thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay, like, I like that. Like, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Not that. Not necessarily road, but like it's like there's like four or five different places on, on Watopia that changed the whole world live for everybody because they accomplished It's like it. you versus the game. I like that. But as a group. So you're but as riding. A group. Yeah. Yeah. But I love that thing that you could just be riding doing a workout and you go, yes. Yeah, exactly. And then, or like, or like, yeah. or like, like if they take on the Alp and they all do it within whatever the time that you have to beat together is. And then the Yeti like freaks out and does a King Kong on the top or something. You know yeah. what I mean? And everybody oh be like, God. and there's a little sound in the background that like, it's not like take like a little sound. You know what I mean? They're like, oh, it's happening. And then like, you look over and like, 
oh, cool. You know, anyways, that, I think that would be really cool. Okay. Oh, I like that. Okay. Well, mine, I feel like mine's not quite as exciting, but mine is, and we talked about it when we very first looked at the road expansion, because it basically does a whole perimeter of epic climb is I want to, you know, when you go, um, you go either way, you go over a bridge and you're in that little like Mayan kind of island with all the cool like lizards and jungle and there's the big temple is right there. So it's an island. It's, if you came in and you took either, well, we'll say we're coming in from the um, jungle side, you take a left and you basically ride through the temple, cross another bridge and then go up epic on the reverse side. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah. so, so I just think that would be a really cool, like, new climb. So kind of like through a temple thing, across another yeah, bridge, they could kind of the, wind. But it's like underneath where the bridge is toward the top of the Epic KOM. You'd be coming underneath there and up the back no, side you're of like, Epic. No, you're way out the back of Epic. Like, okay. you won't even see any current roads until you get to the top and you could, like, join Epic. I don't know where you'd join it. You could, like, join it somewhere up near radio tower or you could kind of just meander through the snow i'm looking at the map now hence why i'm kind of looking at it like this but you can also sort of join it up in the bottom part of the the epic climb forward they can make um, a really cool kind christmas of village like area through all of that yeah with like gnomes yeah. and stuff and elves and i don't know yeah. See, it's all christmas time right now so i'm like and it wouldn't like, even have to yeah no. It wouldn't even have to be that steep because you could have a couple of steep pinches, but then kind of like take it around, you know, like a bit more of a crisscross and then up. And yeah, I just think it'd be really fun, like a bit of a, and then it would add a lot more circle routes too, because you could kind of go up and over, you could go up and then keep going down to the desert. You could go up and then kind of link to the jungle. Yeah, there isn't a lot of ways to get to you, like the mountains just kind of, you always have to cross. So it could be a shorter mountain if they were to... So, so there is, on that section, of course, what I was trying to get at was that, like, yeah, they could join where you're saying at the um, radio tower, but if they kept on going around over where the bridge is, you wouldn't have to go oh, yeah, yeah, as yeah. high, and then you could descend between yeah. by the bridge and get to the other side of Watopia then through gotcha. there. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, yes. Because right yeah, now yeah, the yeah. mountains are kind of, like, in the middle of everything, and the only way to use those sections of the course is climbing really high, but if they were to do yeah. kind of medium climbs, you know, yes. like yeah, yeah, rather than twenty or whatever, you could then get across to somewhere else real quick. Yeah, like, like kind of thinking, I know with sugar cookie, but a yeah, little yeah. bit longer. So basically, I'm looking at the sugar cookie map. So it'd be sugar cookie, then halfway through the course, you take a left and go up somewhere and link I feel up. Feel like to there's Epic a road roads. over there, actually. Like one that's not you. I feel like there's a section where we go right and go around the cliff. I feel like there's a road right there if you like that you could take uh, a left. Yeah. Out. Maybe there's something okay. coming there. I wonder. I hope so. I think they would have to because it's such a, it would be such an easy way to like cut over that whole portion and get back to main Watopia as well. Hmm. Right on. Well, speaking of also, so that's road expansion. Are there any other. Looking forward to 2024 things that we want to highlight before we move on. Um, obviously, Zwift Champs, Zwift Championships um, yeah. will Where be quite exciting. E-sports That's the name of it, right? 2024, right? Like, that is because mm, right now, like, yeah. one of the things that 
you know, what's our predictions for 20? Where is this going? What's happening? You know, like, my wooj, we've got, what's going on with Indy Velo? What's going on with, you know, a lot of different series are picking up steam, it feels like. You know, I wonder, with Chasing Tour, we've got FRR, we've got, um, you know, just there's there's a mainstay in a lot of ways of 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 this racing scene, but at the same time, all over the place still in, in some ways. And and how is it going to settle in 2024? Is it going to like where? You see what I'm oh. getting at, Anna, or no? Yeah, I yeah, I totally do. Um, I th- do you know what I I honestly can't really predict where this is going to go because i think my whoosh having the world champs is going to be quite interesting um because i know there's like a community um element to competing as an elite on my whoosh that you have to be in the community and can you have a platform that has the world champs but has no community behind it or with the way Zwift's done it, where you've got the community Zwift championship portion leading into the weekend elite races, which are the Zwift champs. I will this make, I mean, the world champs and having the rainbow bands is always going to be a draw card, but I've always debated this through this whole year of like, do we, does eSport need this though? Or is eSport more on the gaming side? Because if it's on the gaming side, we don't need that. And things like the Zwift championship and Flamouge racing and, all the sisu racing and all the host of races that happen could form the the competitive drive of esport just organically through the community i get i think that's the side that i lean towards and i like a bit more um what i would love to see though i guess is like zwift sort of upping their abilities um in that area a little bit more because i just think the event organizers having a bit more control of the game and i know that could pose inherent risk is what i would like to see a bit more that they could literally go in and run things the way they want to um and i think they've been pushed along a little bit there by indie velo who's had that from the beginning you know like you're a broadcaster here's access to all the data you can show you're an event organizer here's access to everything to run the event the way you want it um so i'd probably like to see that a bit more just make the event because these event organizers put in a ton of work and you heard it with richard before like having custom finishes like that's a lot of work to get that to happen and not have bugs happening behind the scenes because it hasn't been sort of put in the right place and i think just making the event organizers lives a bit easier from Zwift HQ would be great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's a big question is like, is the model of the question I hear in the background of what you just said is, is this about platforms and what they're going to do? Or is it about the communities on the platforms and what they're going to do and allowed to do? Mm, and yeah. who I think, because of the way the internet, and this is this is coming way back out of like I'm gonna go to like way outside of our sphere and say that the model of business in this space of how you get things done 
might be more dependent on the way that the internet leveled the playing field. And that in this space, because it is so internet based, that you got like it like you got you gotta support the growth of the things that can quickly move up in a community and grow communities. And that's where I mean, mm. why did Facebook take off? Users doing things yeah. on the platform and making things on the platform. Yeah. Right, right? And then and then they got like and then they didn't do one thing completely right and then Instagram took off for the next generation and then like they didn't do one thing completely <laughs> yeah. right and then TikTok takes off for the next generation and it's like you know it's like but it's because of what the users can do on the platform yeah and i think yeah you're like we keep going back to like what's Zwift going to do and what's Woosh going to do and what's Indie Velo and i'm like i don't know if like one individual because these are businesses who are who are like but they're an individual business what they individually are going to do is going to be it's what is their communities going to do because you keep talking about yeah. like well is the mass migration going to come over to uh, you know in the comments karsten was like there wasn't a bunch of people that have come over to whoosh yet will the motivation be there and why is that the question well the question there is because it's about whether or not a community what did we just say we just said that people yeah. are so invested just the, the couple of points ago because these communities have grown. Well, you got to get, and the racing community, I think, has been kind of held back a little bit by not mm. doing what you said that Indy Velo did. That, like, yeah. hey, let's empower them as much as we possibly can to give them as much incentive as we possibly can to grow. And what does that yeah. mean? That means more people. Right is if we if we let them do their thing as best as we possibly can to empower them to yeah. grow because otherwise you got to do it all yeah. by yourself and I'm not sure in yeah. this kind of a space where like this is about people interacting on your space that like you can't force yeah. people to interact <laughs> like 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 you know what I mean That's I know not, yeah like, like people interacting so is not it's... a product that you necessarily create you just make a space for it right like yeah so I think like. So in some of the like strategic work I do with companies, I say it's kind of moving away from the own and control model, which can be really scary, into the support and enable. Mm -hmm. So like, I think that is probably a direction I'd like to see a little bit more. I think Zwift is okay at it. And I mean, obviously, James um, and his team like are phenomenal at what they do with like supporting these event providers. But like, I saw, I saw he put up a post the other day that was like, pretty much like I'm taking three days off, like just FYI emails will be delayed. And I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> like there's one guy just working like crazy to make all this happen, you know? And I think um, like a huge shout out to him because of like so many of the events take place because he's sitting there at all hours of the night. So, but yeah, I think just that support and enable, you know, like there's some being, like, I mean, even what you do with your broadcast, just getting like, and I don't know enough about it to talk about it sensibly, but API links, like just that kind of stuff so that people who are broadcasting events can have like the best access to data to make it just look amazing, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. definitely. I'm not going to open up that box, but I, <laughs> I, 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 I do think that there, 
Otherwise, you have to provide a lot more than just a game, right? You have to provide mm. way more than just just you know than just a game, and and um, yeah, that's uh, I think uh, as far as moving into twenty twenty four, I think whoever not just twenty twenty four, probably a, a longer project than one year, but I think it'll be a turning point if about whoever really, really figures that point out in 2024. Mm. I, I have a feeling as far as yeah. predictions go for me, that one is going to be the, like, whoever cracks that code, like, and, and figures out how to, in the esports space specifically, how to empower the community as best as possible. I think that that's going to be a big answer to the questions because I feel like, there's a few different entities that have at least established themselves as entities. Now, how are mm. they going to interact with that space? And, and you know, and, and it might not be a big shakeup or a big change or anything, but I have a feeling like you'll start seeing that being a, a common, more common theme, especially with, like, you see some of the leadership changes also with, you know, coming in, like, the Amazon model, you know, is empowering a community of sellers you know like yeah amazon doesn't actually they sell they sell a lot of things but they empower they don't make stuff you know what i mean like they just yeah, sell yeah, stuff yeah. and they yeah. empower people to sell stuff on their platform you know so yeah and i would think that that model would probably come over with a lot of the leadership that's coming as well um over from amazon that's the, that's that is the way that things work there so yeah anyways. absolutely all right, well, that was a change up for sure. But I think, like, in that kind of, it's predictive stuff for 2024 in the esports space. We talk a lot of esports here. So I think uh, <laughs> there we go. That's, that, there we go. So, okay, Jersey pick wait, for the Wait, wait, we're, um, what are we doing? Our byline is, our byline, isn't it like we're all things esport? <laughs> we like talk esport. <laughs> yes, yes. So I think, oh. I think it's, it's not too much of a bunny trail to talk some esports. No, for it's not. No, it's not. Racing, tech, fashion, you know it. All right. So <laughs> the Wolf Kit is our jersey pick for the week. Why did this come on in? Oh, because a certain somebody in-house suggested it to Anna. It was like, hey, look at me. I'm level what? No, I'm just kidding. Shit, this is actually, oh it's not about God. the level. It's, this has <laughs> got to be one of the coolest kits I've ever seen. I'm not kidding. I'm giving this like a... Uh, now I'm giving it a 9.8. Like I, I am blown yeah, away by this kit. Honestly, it is so sick. It is sick. Like when you, and again, when you sort of rate, when we went through all these jerseys the other week, you see them like you do in the center there, just like as a jersey. But when you see it on a rider, like I said, riding around now and seeing some of these jerseys out there in the wild, like it looks awesome. Like, I really, really like this. And the color and what you can pair it with. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think Gabby said, like, she is not taking this jersey off. So I think that speaks volumes. I, yeah, I love this Wolf Power kit. I know that I've given my best jersey to um, the, oh, what was it called? The Mirage kit. But, yeah, no, this Wolf Power one. Damn. This would be, I would love my whole team to unlock this. And this is just like our, oh, our kit seriously? And game for the team. Oh, that is such yeah. a great idea. The wolf pack. Like, seriously. Yeah. That is such, know. you know, here's the thing is it's such a cool, it's so cool. And like, at a certain point, so many people are going to get it. You know, there's going to be like 10 wolf packs. <laughs> like, because I it's know. so great, right? I know. Like, 
I know. And also it'd be hard for your team, right? If you're like, yeah, come ride for our team. Oh, what jersey? Oh, you just have to be level 82. Oh. Well, you okay. know they're wolf. You know um, it's the wolf pack then. Because it's like if you're yeah. level 82. <laughs> you're in. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'll be like, see you in a year. <laughs> oh man. Well, hey everybody, if you want to, uh, you can submit your fashion. Go ahead and do so over at ZwiftCommunityLive.com slash podcast. You will be able to submit for your fashion in the field as well as your non-player character stories. If you have a story about some of the NPCs in game that you've come up with, please go ahead on over to Zwift Community Live and you can submit those as well. We also do have our new kits available at this point. So if you do want to get some Zwift Community Live stuff, that is up and on the front page. Head on over to Zwift Community Live and you can jump in and get those. It is indoor-specific gear as well as outdoor gear that is available. I do believe you get a headband and a towel with specific orders. So if you want a nice headband, by the way, why didn't I have that audio? I need to have that audio ready <laughs> to go. <laughs> Jeez. Nice headband, by the way. Um, I do want to shout out to, to your um, articles you've got going up on the website because there's a great one by Alex Coe. Um, it would have been a couple of weeks ago now, but crafting a precision-focused weekly schedule around busy work and family life. Um I would definitely recommend going to take that, take a read of that. I was going to say, take a look, take a read of it because it's sort of, um, he's got some workouts there, which is really cool. What to do on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday um, with kids around. And I just think that's really good because I think um, there was a funny post put up from Zwift around the festive 500 and it showed someone's like routine on Christmas day. And it was like 8 a.m., wake up, presents, have a coffee. Festa 500, have a nap, more presents. <laughs> like, I was reading this, being like, <laughs> what human has got that schedule? Like, oh my God. Maybe like a, even a 22 year old would still have to like go see their family on Christmas, hopefully. And like, the first comment is obviously like the schedule doesn't involve someone who's got kids. I was like, we woke up, Nathan, I'm not kidding, 1 a.m. on Christmas Day. Like, because my kids freaked out with excitement, saw the, all the presents there, and I woke up and was like, oh, my gosh, they're opening presents. What's the time? One in the morning. I was like, go back to bed. It took two hours to settle them back down. So we went to bed at three, and then they woke up at five. And I was like, I'm not doing any Zwifting today. I'm so tired. And so, um, anyway, great article because it's about just fitting in really like high quality stuff with very little time. So I really enjoyed that one. So good job. The more Alex. interaction I have with Alex, the more impressed I am. This guy. Mm -hmm. And when I like that he used crafting a precision focused weekly schedule, you know, I, he's good. He's good. Everybody like mm -hmm. he's, he really takes his craft seriously. He really takes his work seriously and you can see it. His article, this is a nine minute read, but it's worth your time to, to yeah, get absolutely. in there and, and get your mindset right about how to organize yourself with training to get it done. Because consistency is the key when it comes to this kind yeah. of stuff. It isn't just about the big ride or that, what I like. It's about consistency and creating a daily habit that becomes a part of your character. And I think that Alex can set you up for success a lot with that. And just little articles like this show uh, his background in how much thought and care and also just a part of his character that coaching has become, you know, it, it kind of like he lives and breathes yeah. it. So really cool. Thanks for sharing. I just that highlight. Yeah. 
Yeah, and for anyone doing ZRL round three, read it because it's like, honestly, I'm looking at it again now and I'm like, yeah, it's, set, it's all about like how to not get too nervous, do some meditation, what workouts, how do you frame your week knowing that you've got a midweek, you know, intensity race. So, yeah, good job there. Well, uh, I was going to show off my level 80 kit, but my KOM's not going away. I don't know why. So I guess we're not doing that. Uh, well, everybody, that's going to be it for us here for the wrap for this week. Before we go, what are you up to next for the next week, Anna? Fondo. Fondo is on, I'm going to do the Sunday morning one, 6 a.m. my time, and it's 90. It's a new course, so I'm quite excited. It goes up Volcano, looks like it finishes up Epic. Is this the festival Does a whole one? bunch of. This is the. Yeah, it's, oh, the, yeah. it's the Christmas one. I think this is the Jolly one, is like the 94 kilometers. Oh, and then I'll probably. I'll probably make it like a 120k ride, I think. So just add on a bit more and then do a run off the bike um, and see how Sheesh. that goes. Uh, yeah, you're training right. it's, hard it's right now. Case, though, you're like, training I, hard. Yep. <laughs> Should I tell you why? Right, is because like I want to do well in the seventeen point three, and it's got I've got worlds next year. I, I want to do well. Like I want a podium. So I had a look at some of the times that I have to get close to, and I'm like, there's a difference between like being fit and being fast, um, and especially being fast over long distance. So I'm back in the like, okay, we need to get like, like get in that suffer again, like 120k ride, jump off and do an up tempo five to eight kilometer run, you know, so that's, um, but that's a big session. And other than that, oh, I've got New Year's Eve, I guess, maybe have a couple of champagnes and then, um, yeah, I'll make the most of the holidays and get back in the ocean, do some more swimming and yeah, I'll be chilling there, out the family a lot, like but it's a, quite. Is there like. I'm just wondering, is there any movement around the consumption of alcohol and training in, in, in your area? Like, I haven't had a drink for eight or nine months, probably. Like, not touch. And yeah. I, but it's because of training. And I'm not, like, no problem with anybody. Like, like, people do what you're going to do. I don't necessarily, like, have a problem with it or anything like that. Like, unless somebody has a problem with alcohol. Like, but, like, at this point, my understanding is like it's just not gonna help like it's like it's going to hurt it's going to hurt it's going to hurt like so i'm just wondering i know i'm jumping yeah. into a sudden bunny trail and like 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 this one yeah. be like, um, this one gets pretty intense like to the like to, because in some cultures like whether or not you have a drink is like this is a part of our tradition like this is what we do you yeah. know what i mean like it gets kind of like funny yeah like I think in New Zealand, there was a real problem with like binge drinking, probably out everywhere, right? But I think it's gotten a lot better. I think in the, the people I hang out with anyway, because like this, I'm like an all or nothing. So I've had, I usually pick two nights out a year and I have a total bender and like get home at three. I make sure that my parents are looking after the kids so I can like really embrace the hangover, like go out for a big breakfast, just enjoy the whole thing. Right. Oh, yeah. um, but I don't, I'm not the person who will like have a glass of wine at night. Cause I'm, I'm just kind of like, what's the point? Like I'll just wake up a bit foggy and I'd rather just, I really, really like non-alcoholic beer. Cause I love just the, the taste of it. And like the, so I'll probably have that on New Year's Eve. Like 
sitting there chatting with people, having like a really nice drink, but it's got no alcohol. So yeah, 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 that's probably yeah, me. totally. Yeah, and I, I swapped over actually to non-alcoholic over early summer, um, specifically mm. just because I was trying to cut alcohol completely. Um, you know, and uh, it's interesting. Like I, now that I've cut it again, because there was actually a thirteen-year period where I hadn't had any, like not none at all. Then I like reintroduced and was like, okay, this is okay. And like, and then like, it's been on and off here and there where they'll be like, specifically around when highly competitive times for me, I, I don't know, like I say it's for me, but the more I listen to podcasts and get educated, I don't know if it is just for me. I feel like once you just cut it out and then you reintroduce it, you realize how much it was it was actually impacting you whenever mm. you did, whenever you did. So I, now the only reason I'm saying this because New Year's Eve is coming. You know what I mean? And there's and you're saying champagne. I'm like, am I gonna have a drink? I don't know. Like I'm kind of like, I, don't <laughs> know, I haven't had a drink for like eight or nine months. Am I gonna like stay like? Anyways, uh, not that big of a deal. But just was wondering if that's come up in your circles. Maybe a topic to bring in with somebody who's much more educated than than I. Uh, in the in the future about it, although it will probably be a pretty hot topic if we do that on the podcast. We've got strong <laughs> opinions from everywhere in the world about one way or another. I know within cycling, you know, having having a drink after having a beer or something, it's definitely a, a, a thing. You know what I mean? The post ride, yeah, yeah. So we'll get we'll get some uh, we'll prickle some feathers maybe <laughs> on that one. But okay, what am I up to for the next week? I am. Um, getting motivated to do intensity work again and not just like flail around in all kinds of hours on my bike, <laughs> you know, so good. I'll be getting organized with like, you know, new years and starting a new year and getting out of like that, um, holiday fog. Like there's kind of a fog that happens a little bit around like all the change ups and schedules and going places and family and, da -da 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 and like, just a, yeah, it, it, not on a regular routine necessarily and coming out of that and going focus what are we doing what yeah. are the expectations or not and like what am i going to do what what where am i going to shoot for you know so that'll probably be happening over the next and, and i think that's all i'm going to do is get refocused it's probably going to happen through the 30 nice so yeah and and i'll ride i'll do something fun usually find some races maybe it'll be the fondo maybe it'll be kiss 100 maybe it'll be both so those will probably be on my race. All right, everybody. The Fondo isn't a race, just FYI. It's not uh, a race, well, is it? Yeah. Uh, good luck with that one. <laughs> good luck with that. Yeah, I know. Okay. There's, is there a results screen afterwards? There isn't, right? It just does the... No, no, yeah. it's just the group ride. How do you feel yeah. about that? I always am like, depending now... Okay, I'm going to give two different... Real quick, I'm going to give two different um, knee-jerk or gut reactions, right, to... Okay. But when that happens, and it 100% is about ego. If I was racing it, it's like a letdown that it just goes, here's your time. And there's no results screen. And like, <laughs> da, 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 da. it's like, a, if, if it was like, it turned into this competition, then it's like, oh man, like that really was just enough. Blah. Right. But then if, if like I'm not racing it, it completely justifies. And I might even put a little thing yeah. in chat. I might even put a little thing in chat like, yeah, you guys off the front. Nah, 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 nah. It's just a group ride. Oh, my God. You know? <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. It should say on your screen, like if it says it has the screen up, it should say a little thing like disclaimer. If you're disappointed that you don't see your result, 
here's a list of all the races you can do. <laughs> it is not this one. With a little winky, with like a little wink or something. Look, yeah. in a relation, they did the Swift Rewind the other day. I think it was Rewind. No, it was either Rewind. It was on France. I think it was Rewind. I don't know. It was, we went to France. It was just a group ride. And right from the get-go, they're pushing the pan. I'm like, whoa, what is going on here? I'm trying to play Hearthstone, guys. And I'm like, you know, and like my heart rate's real low. I'm like pretty fit right now, kind of after all this ride. And I'm like, you guys are FAFO right now. I straight up said that in my head. I don't know if you guys didn't know what that means, but I was like, yeah, just wait. You're, okay, okay. And, it, and about like a kilometer out from the aqueduct climb, I went like, cause, cause they were like kind of attacking and pushing and whatever, and it was like six watts, five watts. I'm sitting in 128 beats per minute. I've got my verified check mark, you know what? I'm totally got ego going on, and I'm like, I'm gonna attack them full gas because they are messing around. This is supposed to be a group ride, and they have not made it a group ride. So then I just went, you want to see what an attack is? I went like eight to ten watts per kilogram for a minute. Plus, like, no joke, all the way to the top to Aqueduct, continued at five over the top. Like, all of a sudden, they're responding, like, they're trying to catch. <laughs> it was like, it turned into an all out, full on brawl. Oh, and, like, my God. These two guys almost are trying to come back, and I just went into tempo TT mode and was like, and then at the end of the, at the, end of the ride, I even typed in chat, F A F O, and then I logged off. <laughs> anyway. Oh, my God. Oh my God, you're nuts! Yeah, it was. It was definitely, and I, I was. I said good game. I think and everything. It was just all out of fun. It was all totally out of fun and good workout and everything. But like, because it was a group ride, and then they like totally made it kind of not into a group ride. I was like, fine. You want to play that game? Let's go. You know, like here we go. We'll have fun with it. If around and find out, yep. right, Nathan? Yep, they, the, the graph went straight to the top. It was right there to 10. I was like, you guys are at a three right now. I'm taking it to a 10. Let's go. Oh, dear God. All right. Oh, my God. Well, that was a good end to the 2023. The, we, the, uh, we're taking the graph to the, to the top here in 2023. Thanks, everybody, for uh, tuning in. If you want to listen to the audio version of this, make sure to head on over to ZwiftCommunityLive.com slash podcast and you can download the podcast version of this we've been live on twitch facebook youtube and twitter make sure to hit that follow button subscribe i'll do that all good stuff as it helps us a ton you'll get notifications anytime that we are live on Drift community live from anna and i thank you so much for listening throughout 2023 and being with us this entire year it's been a blast building this community with you we really really love what we do and um and and it wouldn't be anything without all of you guys that listen to us so keep on reaching out keep on connecting with us we want to grow uh this whole community as much as we possibly can we really really do love it and all you guys a ton so uh anna cheers to 2023 i really appreciate you as well so and uh we'll see everybody oh. in 2024 <laughs> right on everyone <laughs>